Welcome back to Freeform Weekly After Buzzers. This is week 17 and we're talking social media, awkward friendships, and mentors. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You belong with me. I like the song. I'm along with you. I seriously heard this the other day on Siesta Key, which is another after show I do. <laughs> uh, shameless plug. No, um, but it is literally amazing. I'm obsessed with Dashboard Confessional and Heaven yeah. since I was like 13. And this is one of their new songs on their newest album, and I'm obsessed with I it. I like it. And it has a little bit to do with belonging with people, which is kind of what we're going to chat about yes. with some um, Beyond stuff tonight. So. Yes. So excited to get started and talk about so many interesting topics tonight. Um, welcome back, guys. I'm your host, Carla Beltran, and you can follow me on Instagram at Carla B. Travels and on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. And hey guys, I guess it's just us two tonight. We will be missing Candace and Drew. Unfortunately, can't, they couldn't join us, but they will be with us next week. Um, I'm Allie Nasty. You can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasty and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And guys, before we get into it, we do have some exciting news. Next week, we yes, will be we changing things up a bit, and it'll be really fun, really exciting. And as soon as we know more, we will definitely share that with you. Um, so next week, just be prepared for something a little different. But again, thank you, as always, for watching Freeform Weekly. Yay! So excited. Well, uh, I think we should get started with Grownish. So this week, um, Zoe got into her Teen Vogue internship, yes. which is very, very exciting. Congratulations to Zoe. And we see Zoe go through this um, little mistake that she does through uh, social media. It killed me. Right? Right. She was doing so well. Mm -hmm. What do you, like, why did you do that? Why? Right? Yeah. It was one of those things where you're like, it was so innocent, but mm -hmm. at the same time, sometimes those innocent things, you don't realize, like, what's around you, and there you are, caught in the middle of losing the, the biggest spot in the internship. So, um, I had a couple questions to yeah. ask. Have you ever gone dark on social media? You know, it's so funny because I was watching last night's episode thinking, wow, this is depicting everybody's life so vividly. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's yeah. really depressing because there's been so many times where I'm with my friends and ever I look around and everybody's on their phone. Mm -hmm. And really, when you're not on your phone, there's still 10 other people on them. Yeah. And it's really frustrating because it, you watch you know, sitcoms and none of them are ever on their phones and it mm -hmm. makes you have this almost false reality because people are so involved. And it's sad because I even will find myself, even though I get mad when I see other people do it, I find myself doing it as well. Yeah. But I haven't necessarily gone dark because... It's sad, but there's so many things, especially with like with us and being able, yeah. having to post things every mm -hmm. week to let people know when the shows are. It's really hard to go dark these days. Yeah, and a lot of what we do, especially with entertainment, you need social media. Yeah. You need to be on the social media, right? So TV. it's so hard because it's almost like you can't escape it. You kind of yeah. have to use it. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you if you're not doing it in your profession, you don't. But it's just kind of sad how it really is intertwined in our lives in yeah. such a huge way that you can't escape it and it makes me really sad yeah and it's really hard to escape and I really liked what Zoe said because she said that our mistakes were written in like internet Ugh. ink and I was like oh my gosh and I was it was like that's totally relatable because when I was 
uh, getting my Twitter ready for AfterBuzz, I actually reopened it because I hadn't used it in years. And I went back to when like I opened it. I was like, this is all embarrassing <laughs> and I need to delete A, B, C, D, and Z. Um, so I just thought it was really funny how like yeah. it's true. Like if you... If you're caught on a video, it's on the internet forever. Like, anybody can find it, and it's there for everybody to see. Right. Unless if you're, like, really tech-savvy and you're able to somehow wipe it off completely right. from I think internet. a lot of people forget that. A lot yeah. of people forget that what you post on the internet is never going away. Yeah. And I think also, too, even our little videos that we post for Instagram stories, those don't ever go away. They're yeah. somewhere in the interweb. Yeah. Even though they delete, they don't ever fully delete. Yeah. And so I think it just, like, as long as you know that and you're mindful of what you are posting, as long yeah. as it's tasteful mm-hmm. and things that you would want to say to your coworkers or mm-hmm. something, then you're fine. But also, being in entertainment or being being in fashion, you also, but what made me a little angry about what she did is you shouldn't, you, your friends don't need to know every single aspect yeah. of your life. They can know mm-hmm. you're working at Teen Vogue, but they don't need to see you posting a selfie with the coolest outfit of the week, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. I know a lot of the times when I do certain events or whatever, I don't even post at all if mm-hmm. I do things because I'd be so scared that I would get in trouble for yeah. showing too much. Yeah. Or, you know, I just feel like that's something that you have to know mm-hmm. with being in these certain industries that you have to be so careful about yeah. what you post. Yeah. If you're at a like if you're at a spot where something that you could be showing too soon or mm-hmm. too early could mm-hmm. really get you mm-hmm. fired or moved on or, or get you in trouble. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I, it's so true. It is. And I think it's great that they're bringing that to light. And it's almost comical because yeah. even though people are going to say that, it's it's like you still People still do it, yeah. you know? And it's so funny because even when the twins had that... Um, the, twins, the, uh, the fence, Finstagram. Finstagram. Yeah, the Finstagram. It's like, people can still see that. Yeah. Why are you posting that, <laughs> yeah. like, those things if they're embarrassing anyways? Yeah. But I don't know. I guess social media is just part of our lives, and you can't really be a hater of it because yeah. you're all using it, but mm-hmm. it's just, you have to be smart about it. Yeah. I think it's definitely good to kind of set some sort of... Um, fine line for yourself because Mm -hmm. when before I started working in social media I found myself on social media like way too much and I could kind of say that I've been going through a social media break since like October just because I haven't been as consistent in my posting but it's really helped me kind of realize a lot of things about like myself that Mm -hmm. I would that I was like oh my gosh I was like before I would probably be sharing this on social media but right now I'm just sitting here enjoying the moment and not even grabbing my phone which is like it's the fact that I was able to to notice that while I was there and being present. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's so important. And yeah. I think if you are looking for something to do Lent about, because I know that it is Lent season, maybe giving up social media for a few days yeah. might I think it's definitely helpful. I actually just, um, I was just traveling in Europe. And obviously, like, I would take photos and videos every now and then because I wanted something to remember the trip by. Yeah. But it was so refreshing to, I wasn't able to get on my phone. Yeah. And I kind of did that on purpose. Like, I didn't want to get an international plan. Yeah. Because I wanted to be able to really have fun, enjoy the moment. And I wasn't on Snapchat. And I would take a couple videos here and there and save them and then, like, repost them later. Um. But it wasn't the but same it wasn't, thing. It wasn't the yeah. same thing as me being on it all the time. Yeah. And it, it was just really refreshing. And I think a lot of us need to do that. Not yeah. everybody needs to see a picture of your dinner every night. You know? <laughs> or every time you go out to get drinks or food, yeah. nobody needs to see your, food your toast and avocado. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, go a Saturday or a Sunday without your phone. Hang out yeah. with your friends. Socialize. 
And I I think it was really interesting that Zoe was saying about Luca. He she starts listening to the conversation of him talking about his dad and then she just fat loses interest because yeah. she's on her phone. Mm-hmm. So I think if we all do the thing where you put your phones in the table a little bit more often yeah. or just put it down, you know, maybe make a plan where at the end of the day when you get home from work, you don't touch it until the morning. Yeah. Set your alarms, put it by your bed and just don't touch it. Read mm-hmm. a book before you go to bed. But it really is ingrained in our brains and it's it muscle is. memory. It's like yeah. when people say that People that smoke cigarettes, they're not really addicted to the cig- like. I mean, obviously nicotine, whatever. But yeah. they mostly say a lot of the times you're addicted to the motion of putting yeah. the cigarette towards your mouth. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's like a phone. Yeah. You're so addicted to having that thing in your hand. And it's almost like a muscle memory. Yeah. You just like feeling like-, like you need it. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. touch it all the time. You you're constantly like- wake up searching for it. It's, yeah. It's sad. It's It's just really intense how, like, the power it has because it's definitely been able to make um, make some careers easier for other people. Like, now right. there's even more careers as far as, like, marketing and people are able to do any type of business and anybody, it could be, like, an international business. So there's a lot of pros to social media. 100%. But at the same time, it's, like, you need to have some sort of... Boundaries. Boundaries and control over, like, how much time you spend on it, so... Um, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why I love Grownish because it's really just bringing to light the issues that we all are going through or yeah. the things that we're really not noticing on a day-to-day basis and it's <laughs> kind of putting that to light. Yeah. And I just, I really, really love this show. Yeah. I think they're doing a great job with it. And I, I, I think it's it's really, it's really just, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I love that every week they, they like emphasize in a topic that yeah. it's relatable and that we're able to talk about because it's just, it's awesome. Love it. But um, talking about Zoe and Luca and friendships and relationships, we're going to move on to Beyond. So this week's episode of Beyond, we see um, Luke Matthews and Willa have some sort of I don't know what you would call it connection, but it is some sort of connection. And for those who don't watch Beyond, um, Holden Matthews is the main character, Luke is his brother, and Willa is Holden's girlfriend. Or at least for now, it's his girlfriend. But Luke and Willa have had this thing about, like, listening, which is the same thing that we're talking about, where, like, it's about being present and being there for them. And Holden is not on his phone, but he's currently not really been present, so... Luke and Willa have been talking amongst each other, and Luke prepares Willa coffee, and then he takes her scones, and she takes care of um, a debt that Luke owns because uh, owes because of Riley. And um, this this is something that I wanted to talk about was like the awkward friendship where like you can see that there's a connection between them, but it's not possible because it's his brother's girlfriend. So, have you ever been in a situation where your partner had a brother? Like, would you ever hang out with your partner's brother? No. Like, (laughs) 100% not. There's a line that you draw. And even if you are feeling a certain way, you disregard those emotions. Yeah. You totally turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're dating that person. It's different Mm -hmm. if it's like, you know, your best friend has a boyfriend and then obviously her boyfriend has a brother and it's like mm-hmm. you guys kind of double date. That's totally different. Yeah. But when you're dating somebody, meaning you currently have a significant other, yeah, you should never be looking anywhere anyways because yeah. then if you are looking elsewhere, then you're not supposed to be with that person. Yeah, exactly. But I find this really interesting that they're kind of bringing this to light because in season one, there was a scene where Willow, like, 
I think it's inside the house looking, asking for Holden. I can't remember exactly when. And Luke comes down, down the stairs and they have this weird interaction. They do. Where you almost feel as if they like each other, but you mm-hmm. don't know why. So mm-hmm. I think it's great that they're bringing this full circle. Yeah. Because I 100% think that eventually something will happen between them. Yeah. But then again, Holden kind of still has a little bit of something for um, Charlie. Charlie, anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think maybe long story short, like Charlie and and Holden will hook or be together and Willa and Luke. Who knows? I don't That's know. That's so awkward, though. It's because so awkward. Because Willa and Luke have been, have been together now and now for his brother to be with her yeah. it's just like kind of seems weird but That's i really totally weird like i kind of saw it when they were when he offered her the coffee and he was like oh i'm totally gonna find a coffee that you like and you're just like okay He's totally flirting yeah and then that she beats up that drug dealer and then when they were in the arcade before they saw them in the bowling and he grabbed her hand to teach her how to move something. It's like, it's like no. No, like you there there is a boundaries where you can be friends with your partner's siblings, but should you be hanging out with them? No. One on one, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Yeah. It's different if it's you're at a family a family vacation and you have to go to the grocery store together, yeah. but to plan or not to plan but to go to an outing where you're touching each other is weird yeah you know definitely. i mean if i like first if for some reason my sibling had a significant other that was like flirting with me i would yeah. be so uncomfortable and i would 100 percent tell my sibling i feel weird something is weird about this you need yeah. to act like but then again you almost feel even uncomfortable bringing it up yeah because you you probably would think oh no i'm making Maybe this stuff in my head yeah Maybe he's just being nice what do they just, really want to win yeah, you so yeah 100 percent it just very awkward all around. There's yeah. no easy way to put this situation. Yeah. But then again, we've got a TV show on our hands. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think eventually Willa and Luke could probably be together and it'd be fine because yeah. Holden does have feelings for Charlie. Mm-hmm. So on that note, who do you vote for? Do you vote for Holden and Willa, Luke and Willa, or Holden and Charlie? I don't know about, I mean, I 100% am not on the Luke and Willa train. Will okay. it happen? Maybe. But I do think that Holden and Charlie have more of a connection. Yeah. Like, they had more in common. They always, The way that they talk and converse, maybe it's because Charlie's character is a little bit more fun and, yeah. and, lo- and not loving. She's a little bit of tough love. Yeah. But you kind of have a sensitive side for her. Rather than Willa is a little, I don't know. I feel like she's not as, as emotional. You, you have to get the emotion out of her. Yeah. She's very straightforward. And as much as she can be fun and a little flirty at times. Yeah. I don't really feel like her and Holden mesh. Okay. And I, I feel that. like what they had in the realm was because that's all Holden knew. There was yeah. no other girls in this realm. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was just that they held each other out. It was, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it was very situational where I think that Charlie and Holden, it was more natural. Okay. I can see that. What about you? I don't know because I really like Willa and Holden together, mm-hmm. but I really like... I like how Willa and Holden look together, but I really like the actual interaction between right. Holden and Charlie because the way that they talk to each other, they have more it's chemistry. like chemistry. Yeah, they're they're like best friends, and they can like joke around but be serious and like have an argument. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I feel like right now Holden and Willa have been in between this argument where like it's so awkward between them, but Charlie and Holden will have an argument for like two seconds, and then it'll be like 
like nothing yeah. happened. It'll just be okay. Well, it was like when they were having that dinner that Willem made, and they just both are awkwardly sitting there. And even when they the they lightened the mood yeah. to go to the bar or whatever, yeah. I still felt that there it, there was no chemistry for me. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's just because I did see so much with Charlie and Holden, and we'll see where that plays out. Yeah, but it's definitely fun to. To kind of play the love triangle, see where things are going to lie. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Well, we're really excited for um, to see where all these friendships and relationships and they all right. lead to. But on the topic of friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, and everything, um, on this episode, this week's episode of Alone Together, we got a little bit of like fighting between Benji and Esther over the mentors. Um, so I thought this was really funny because they asked, like, what's the right way to approach a mentor? And I've never even asked that question because I think a mentor just kind of becomes your mentor without you even right. asking. At least that's how it's been for, for me. Like, I just kind of call these people and I tell them, like, hey, you know what? I'm having, like, some sort of crisis and I need your your help or, like, your advice. So, um... Do you have a mentor, Allie, or...? I don't have a specific mentor, but I can definitely say that bosses along the way in my career, even from when I was, you know, a 15-year-old working in retail, every single one of my bosses has kind of given me the push and the confidence to proceed and Mm -hmm. go forward in my career and Mm -hmm. be the hard worker that I was. Yeah. Because they all saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. Yeah. For some reason... The managers that I've had have really pushed me and given me the shifts that I want. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's whenever, like, even from when you're younger, when someone believes in you, they almost, they don't mean to become a mentor, but in your mind, they almost were somewhat of one because they push you to be the person you are Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And I think it could be even something as a theater teacher or a teacher in high school or somebody that saw something in you that was like, maybe you should try out for this team. Maybe you Mm -hmm. should do this. You know, and that'll kind of help you mold who you are. Yeah. So I don't think it's specifically, for me, I don't have one person, but I definitely have people that have given me confidence when I didn't have it in order to see something in myself that I didn't see to help me get to each step of my Mm -hmm. career. Yeah. And I actually love that, that you have, like, several different people that you're able to, like, count on. And I I am a huge supporter of like mentors um your mentor could be your mom your favorite aunt your cousins um and it's always good to have that person that you're able to talk to about either relationships or um your career or school or anything that's going on because I feel like when you talk about it and you get someone's advice on something it kind of makes you feel better about whatever you may be doing or it helps you to be able to change what you're doing so I I love I love mentors and I don't think there's um like I don't think there's an awkward way to ask somebody like how to be your mentor because I think if you ask somebody to be their mentor they should be Be honored (laughs) yeah exactly I guess I don't know now that I'm thinking of it maybe I don't have a specific mentor that I would ever go to I go to for like advice I have a best friend okay she's my sounding board and I'm like hey I'm going through this help me you know she's in a way like you look up to her and for advice like like, I trust her advice yeah exactly that's very true yeah I don't have a mentor as in I don't know I guess a professional mentor, but oh. I, maybe I do. No, I feel like that's the thing <laughs> is I wouldn't go to my bosses and be like, help me, but they do guide you in, they, yeah. they ask the question, so where do you see your career going? What do you want to do? So I see that as a mentor. Yeah. They, Someone uh, to help you 
figure out that yeah. path of where you can go. Mm-hmm. So I think I have a lot of mentors. And but someone I, who I sees your full like, potential. It's the right. most important part is to have a mentor who sees your full potential because that's what that's what's going to help you to be able to yeah. reach like where you want to go. So, yeah. so I yes, mean, I have, think I have many. Yes, you have plenty. Yes, I think so. <laughs> So if you guys need a mentor, please go ahead and contact Allie yeah. on Instagram. I will help you. I will give you so much advice. I am all about positivity. Yeah, so seriously. If you're having a bad day, I'll, I'll lighten you up. I always say it's like you have to be the light for other people. You have to be the positivity in other people. Yeah. Because there's so much negativity in the world and so many people are being ne- – like they have negative thoughts and everything – so if you constantly just guide them in the positive light, you have to yeah. be the light for them. Show yeah. them the way to a happy to happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. That's probably like way off topic, but whatever. No, I mean happiness, mentors. Mentors do make you happy, or at least they should be making you happy. Um but another thing that makes me really happy and really excited is game night. So yes. um, Benji and Esther forgot that it was game night um, as they were both trying to gather um, to hire new mentors. So I was going to ask you if you've ever, like, I love the topic that they, like, make up games or, like, they make up the rules for the games, which is sometimes very relatable to me because half of the time I don't really know how to play a game so I pretend that I do (laughs) until like I'm like wait I really don't know what I'm doing um (laughs) or like yeah like you just like go along uh, with it yes I remember the first time the first time I went to a game night it was they played fishbowl and I totally like did not understand. Isn't that kind of like salad bowl where you like throw a bunch of letters and you have to like charades, like play charades? <laughs> no. Oh. You had to like write things down uh-huh. and then you put them all in a bowl and then there's like three different ways. Like you play the same game but three different three different times in three different ways. Hmm. It was I very con- that. It was very confusing to to like <laughs> To, you know, excuse my behavior of playing this game. It was very confusing. Like, I didn't really understand the first step, the second step, or the third step. Because it was all the same words. It's Uh not like the words changed. So I kind of was just, like, playing along when it started. But I didn't really know what we were doing. Like, (laughs) I each round, I was waiting to see, like, if if it was my turn to go first for each round, for, like, a round, I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have been, like, "Ah," you know, it's uh, Frank Sinatra. Um... (laughs) But what's your favorite game to play during game night? I don't know why. I'm a huge charades. I'm a huge charades fan. Oh, really? Okay. I love anything that has to do with, like, I don't know, acting out things or singing. Count me in. I'm in. I just like I just love games. I'm yeah. a good big game person, especially with family mm-hmm. holidays and get-togethers. I think it's super fun. More of like board games or games that you guys kind of interactive games. Interactive games, yeah. Okay. Where you have to like uh, catch uh, categories or not ca- not categories. What is it? Catchphrase. We have that little ball, and you have to press the button, and it goes to different categories. You never played I think it? I've played it. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Oh, and Taboo. Taboo is a good oh, one. Oh, I like Taboo. Taboo. I play Taboo. Taboo is an amazing one. And I know how to play Taboo. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We will, we will play we Taboo. We will bring Taboo because I know how to play that one. Um, have you ever, have you guys ever made up a, a game during game night? I don't know, probably. Probably okay. when I was little. I feel like I used to make up games all the time. Yeah. 
when I was young too, I used to make up games, but it wasn't really much of a like game night. It was more like every day was game night. Yeah, you just that, play games. Because back in the day, guys, um, we when would you act, didn't have phones. Uh, you yeah, we make did, up games. Yeah, you would make up games, or you would go outside. You would play in the rain, and your parents would get so mad at you because they <laughs> would tell you you're going to get sick the next day. Or you would play outside in the dark with your friends, hide and seek because you thought they couldn't see you, and. Um, I used to play like very random games with like my childhood friends. We would Same. we made up like a game called car that whenever a car came by the street, we'd just like lay down on the grass and pretend that we weren't there, <laughs> but really like they could see us because like <laughs> oh well, I, I was, miss like, being young. Yeah, same, same. It's so much fun. So fun. So if you guys have any games that you guys think we should play um, for game night next week, <laughs> please tweet us, comment below, let us know. We are very, very excited to try all these new games. Yes. <laughs> Super fun. And talking about new games. New games. We have something new. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, guys. <laughs> so, obviously, you know I'm a huge Shadowhunters fan. I am so excited, and March is approaching, and Shadowhunters is starting very soon, on March 20th, to be exact. And we have a couple new teasers Obviously, we all love Malik, and I was watching this preview of Malik, and it was just melting my heart. So I think we should let you take a look at that before we look at the <laughs> new preview that was released today. Here we are. All I care about is how you feel. We'll do this. But you're not going alone. You're gonna make it back. Why wouldn't I? Look what I have waiting for me. Ah, oh, Magnus is so cute. Oh my god, my voice just cracked. Magnus is adorable. Oh, I love Malik. They're so perfect for each other. Like whenever you're watching the show, like whenever you're watching the show and and something they're fighting, it makes you just so upset. And you're, I'm, I wasn't happy until they were together. Okay, it made me so sad. But I'm so excited for this new preview, which actually came out today. I think it was at like 1 p.m. Pacific time, maybe. Um, but let's take a look at that, and then we'll chat about our really ex how we're excited for this new season. Yay! Welcome to the Church of Taltal. Prepare my precious boy for his rebirth. We've got a demon to hunt. She's Lilith, the mother of all demons. Everyone is at risk. No one will stop me from bringing my boy back. Shadow Hunters premieres Tuesday, March 20th. Everywhere. Mm, that looks so good. Oh I my gosh, like I, her name is Lilith. I love it. <laughs> I just, she looks a little scary to me. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm a little worried about her. Yeah. No, but I'm super excited for this season because, I mean, now that we got rid of, like, one storyline, it's kind of opening up a whole nother chapter, which I yeah. can't wait for. And I actually just got the book at the library, and I'm starting all the series of the books, and I cannot wait. <laughs> but I don't want to spoil it for myself, because I feel like, I, like obviously, I, I feel like I'll miss out something, but it's season three. Can't wait. It's going to be <laughs> exciting. And I think that's just about it. Yes. I'm so excited. I think I really... I. I think I've said this before, but I really need to jump in the Shadowhunters bandwagon. Oh my gosh, once you start, you can't stop. I know, that's, but you've told me that, so that's why I haven't started, because I'm like, okay, I need to 
do all of these shows first and finish the book that I'm reading before I start something new because if not then I'm going to not read but and not watch so the other shows. But it's so good you like <laughs> almost want to do that. I'm telling you I've gotten so many friends onto it once you start watching it's just I will I feel like it should re-binge it before season three yeah. starts up again because it's just so good. But. Well um, I will definitely put it I will bring That's on your up. to-do list. I will bring it up on my to-do list yeah, for sure. on your shows to watch. Yeah, seriously. Well, um, I think that is it for tonight, yes, right? Yes, sh- short and sweet, and all the shows are so great this season. Can't wait for even more to come I out. I know. Everything's coming out this March, so stay tuned for more stuff. And um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Be sure to follow AfterBuzz on all social media at AfterBuzz TV. And I'm your host, Carla Beltran. You can follow me on Instagram at Carla B Travels and on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. And hey guys, Allie Nasta here from me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at LA Girl. And of course, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we will be changing things up a little bit next week. So stick around for that. We've got some exciting news coming to you. So have a great night. See ya. Ciao. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 